Greetings. My name is Emily Haig. I'm an attorney in the New York City office. I also am the co-head of the firm's Veterans Affinity Group. I had the privilege of serving in the U.S. Army for five years. I got out in 2016 and joined Littler. In honor of Veterans Day this year, I have the special privilege of speaking with three Littler attorneys who have family members actively serving in the U.S. military. We have Will Anthony, my colleague down the hall in the New York City office, whose son is currently serving in the Navy. We have Tracy Leidner, an attorney in our Irvine office, whose sister is currently serving in the Marines. And we have Emily Arnett, an attorney with our CaseSmart team, whose husband is currently serving in the Army. The reason the Littler Veterans Affinity Group wanted to highlight military family members today is because family members sacrifice a lot and have their own military story when a loved one decides to join, gets deployed, or decides to transition out into civilian society. Family members are also an important part of Littler's Veterans Affinity Group. So before we get to my questions, can each of you tell us a little bit about your family member's service when they entered, where they are now, and what they do for the military? Tracy, let's start with you. Sure. So this is Tracy Leidner. My sister graduated from the United States Naval Academy at Annapolis in 2020. So she was a pandemic grad. Um, and she's since that time moved or transitioned or gotten sworn into the Marines. And she's currently a first lieutenant in the Marine Corps. And she does uh, artillery. Great. And remind me, where is she stationed? She's at Lejeune in North Carolina. That's right. Terrific. Emily Arnett? Hi. So um, my husband is a graduate of the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. He is an engineer. We are just about 21 years. The summer will be 21 years. Currently a lieutenant colonel, and we are stationed at Army Corps District in San Francisco. Terrific. Will? Yes, my oldest son is in the Navy. He's the oldest of four boys, and he joined the Navy about 13 months ago and graduated last November from basic and has been in Coronado, California uh, ever since and is right now away for several weeks doing something that I don't know much about. <laughs> Great. I love it. So my first question for my panel is, tell me about the moment your family member told you that they were joining. Now, Emily Arnett, this is now going back 21 years, so I'm sure you all have a different story. Uh, Emily, why don't we start with you if you knew your husband at that time when he first joined? I did not. Um, I actually met him, gosh, he was like a good nine years in and was getting his master's at the time. So he it was a different sort of situation. And I remember meeting him and before our official first date, I thought, what am I getting myself into? My good friend, a law school classmate, her father was a retired colonel in the army. And she said, just go for it. And I did. Now we're married. For me, it was just, that's all I've known. Emily, how many times have you moved with your husband since the moment you met him? Oof, over five, six times probably. And counting. Yeah. And counting, yeah. Great. Tracy, tell me about the moment your sister, I guess, decided to go to the academy. Were you excited? Did you try to convince her not to join? What happened? <laughs> well, it's interesting. She wasn't the first of my siblings to have gone in the military. I had another sister who went to West Point before her. 
So, you know, to some extent, I was a bit concerned that she was just trying to follow in my other sister's footsteps. And my sister, Lydia, uh, who's in the Marines, she is a very uh, kind of eclectic person, very musical, very artsy. So I was not unhappy and I didn't try to convince her not to, but I definitely told her to think carefully about it because I wasn't really sure if it would be a good fit. And of course, me saying that is not based on any personal experience I had, because I've certainly not gone to any military academy. And she's carved out a little place for herself. So it's worked out. Great. Well, how about with your son, Troy? Yeah, so it was during COVID, fall of, it was just about two years ago. And Troy had played college football and was coaching college football. And the season had been canceled due to COVID. And so I think he was a little disappointed and frustrated that he was not working for the first fall in many, many years. And just after dinner one night said, I want to join the Navy. And he had clearly thought about it and had a plan of what he wanted to do. And we talked at great lengths about it. But, you know, my dad was in the Army. My uncle was uh, missing in action during the Korean War. And I remember reading that telegraph that my grandmother got received. She showed me years later, obviously, about my uncle. And so I had you know, as an employment lawyer, you just want to make sure people are choosing the correct career path. So I questioned him about his decision, but ultimately haven't had a moment where I wasn't incredibly proud of his decision to serve our country. That's great. My next question for the panel is, what's an assumption or stereotype that you had about the military or service members in general that came true or was proven wrong after your family member or family members joined? Emily, I'm going to start with you. I guess that would be after you got married. Yeah, I I didn't come in with a lot of assumptions. I grew up in an area where there just wasn't a lot of military. The only thing I knew about military was, you know, my grandparents' generation. So I, for good or bad, I just kind of jumped in with both feet and figured it can't be that bad. And I underestimated how, how hard it would be. I thought it would be more of an adventure. And I didn't realize... That moving every two years as you build a family and a career is extremely difficult. Another case smart attorney, military spouse who I work with, described it as all-encompassing. And I think that's a it's a perfect description because I had no idea how all-encompassing the military would be in our lives and, and take over our lives. It really, it just affects every aspect, good or bad, it's all-encompassing. Great insight. Tracy, how about you? What's an assumption or stereotype you had before your sisters joined and then compared to how you think of it now? I'm not sure that it was my personal assumption or stereotype, but it is interesting that all of my sisters, we were raised with the idea that the military was only a place for men. So when first I had one sister join and then my sister Lydia, it was quite groundbreaking for our family and certainly challenged those notions. And they have by far proved that, you know, not only is it a place for women, but they can contribute and excel and really strengthen the military with their own unique abilities and skills. So we are all just so proud of them. And I just, I love that you can come from a place that has this one idea and completely revolutionize how someone sees a situation. So, you know, my family, we're all gung-ho for women in the military. That's awesome. Will, how about you? So the 
the assumption that I had was that Troy would be part of something that was bigger than himself and that he would be surrounded by people of like mind and like commitment and he would be part of a of a group of people of a team that would be watching out for him as much as he was watching out for them which is all bored out i have been out there a couple of times and I could tell a funny story about when he was late one morning for reporting and two guys scaled the wall at his apartment complex to make sure he got out of bed and to get there because they would all meet 45 minutes early and they noticed Troy wasn't there. It's just been proven true. And I had assumed that from friends that were in the military for many years who would always say that, he, you know, it was just one environment where you truly could rely on everyone around you. So that's been incredible. That's great. An assumption that proved true and a good one. Okay. Next question is, what's the hardest part about having a family member in the military? Emily, you pointed out the incredible strain of moving, what's called PCSing. I think that's across the military, not just Army. Any other things that come to mind? Yeah, for me, it's the, and it's gotten better with time, but it was the initial isolation that you feel when you move away from friends and family and everything that you that is comfortable in in a sense and that can be very difficult on the flip side the community is so strong but that aloneness that you feel sometimes it's hard to explain and put into words but it just every now and then it just hits you and it is probably one of the most difficult things that i have dealt with and i know many other spouses have dealt with that resonates I think back to when I was living in Killeen, Texas, which for me was the middle of, of nowhere compared to where I came from. And there was a sense of aloneness. Tracy, how about you? Well, as a, as a sister, I think the hardest part, you know, we're adults is, is just life events coming up, important things, marriages, births, things that your sibling that you'd want them to be a part of that they may not necessarily be able to participate in. Um, so just, just missing them at those major life events. Well, I have to agree with Tracy so far. Um, Troy has him at home. Hopefully, uh, we'll see him for the holidays this year, but it's been tough not having him. So, okay. On the flip end, what's the most rewarding, best part that you've experienced about having a family member in the service? Tracy, I'm going to jump to you. Well, the best part probably ties into what I said initially that I wasn't sure if my sister was cut out for this. And she's now a leader and leading young men and women. And I hear these, her stories and, and things she tells me, and I, I kind of get a picture of how she's doing that and the job that she's doing. And it's just so great to see her grow and her confidence and to see her embracing that responsibility for others and doing a great job. So just so proud of her. And it's just very rewarding to see. It's a great answer. I'm going to mix it up. Will? Yeah. So I have never seen him so happy and so committed. And he loves serving our country and feels like, I think, such a great sense of fulfillment. And his brothers and friends and family, everyone's just super excited for what he's doing and, and proud of him. 
Emily? For me, I think it would be the community, the kinship. You can meet somebody, and they might be PCSing three months later, and they're your close friends for life. You can be completely different from somebody, politically, personally, at your stage in life, and they will drop everything. <laughs> like for, for me, when you go into labor a month early, and they will come over and do your dishes. And you've probably talked to them three times. And the meals will show up at your door and they'll babysit your child. And again, they might move away a month later and they'll be there three years later. And the same holds true for my husband. We are in an area right now where there's just not a lot of military. And we ran into a classmate of his from West Point whose child goes to the same school. And there's just that immediate connection they weren't very close in college, but it's just that immediate connection. It, it, I have never seen it. I mean, it's hard to put into words, but it's the most rewarding, special thing I've experienced. Mm. Wow, I agree. Last question is, what did you think about Veterans Day, since it is Veterans Day, and that's why we're doing this podcast, before your family member entered? And now, how do you think of the day? Is there anything you want to say about Veterans Day to our audience? Emily, can we go right back to you? Sure. I would say before meeting my husband and everything that I've experienced, Veterans Day was really a day where I thought of my grandparents. World War II, Vietnam, it was something I learned about in school. It wasn't personal. You know, you talk about the military civilian divide and I, and I was that example. It was this history lesson. And now it means so much more. I think of friends, my friends, my husband's friends that are doing well and what great contributors they are to their community. And then I think of those aren't doing well and the friends we've lost in the last three years most recently, a couple months ago, and how much more we can still do for those who are struggling and who are doing well and, and who are still serving. So to me, that's what I think about now on Veterans Day. Well put. Tracy, do you have anything to add about Veterans Day this year? I think Emily's probably said it all. It just becomes more personal for you. And certainly, you know, I hope I'm more aware of others who've served, including in my own office at Littler, and just grateful for what they've done. That's right. I think the Irvine Half Us has two members, two other members of the Veterans Affinity Group. Will, how about you? It's always been a very meaningful day for me uh, since I was young. And even I went to a high school, a military high school. We marched in the Veterans Day Parade every year and got to spend a lot of time at the parade and at the end of the parade, hanging around and thanking veterans for their service. And I don't know, I think I just have maybe a little bit more pride this year to add into it, but I don't know, you have to thank everyone who serves our country and makes the sacrifice and, and their families. I mean, what Emily just described is just absolutely incredible. The support she gets, but everything that she has to go through, you know, as a spouse of a military member. So it's great. Terrific. That concludes our podcast today. We hope that you enjoyed it. And I, I certainly did special insight into family members of service members and also attorneys at Littler who have these unique experiences. 
So on behalf of the Littler Veterans Affinity Group, we thank you for appearing today and thank you for your time.